Hey y'all, today's quote for Women Empowerment is from Virginia Woolf. Um, It's all honestly because we're talking about travel today with travel agent Kara Gaskell. Um, I thought this would be perfect. It says, there is no gate, no lock, no bolt that you can sit upon the freedom of my mind. It's by Virginia Woolf. So keep thinking guys, keep listening and keep chatting. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Today we're talking all things travel with travel agent Cara. Now, before we get started, I'm going to tell you something. That you have the distinct pleasure, not pleasure, but distinct, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm lost for our words for a minute. Um, of being one of the many family members of your family that have been on. Yes. I had my brother-in-law Daniel on. He was on my um, men and race panel. Then your bonus mom, Donna, was on. And then Chelsea from The Gathering Co., your sister, was on. So welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> excited to be so here. Let's talk, yeah, talk a little bit more in depth about yourself before we start talking about all things travel. Okay. Well, my name is Kara, and I'm a travel agent with um, a company called Travelmation. And we can play uh, plan Disney and more. And kind of like you briefly mentioned, I come from a large family. And so growing up, we were fortunate to um, be able to travel. Disney being one of the many locations that we got to visit and probably definitely my favorite location. But um, yeah, I'm a military spouse and I have two children and uh, just love to travel. I love all things travel. (laughs) So how did you get into the travel agent business? Because honestly, that's something that I've always been interested in, how you get into it. So um, for the last 10 or 11 years or so, I was actually a hairstylist and all my clients knew that I loved um, Disney in general, but um, well, travel in general, but specifically Disney. And so I would have friends and clients and coworkers that would, you know, what are your tips for Disney? Um, What would you recommend? Where do you recommend to stay? What do you want to do when you get there? How many days you need? You know, just the kind of typical travel questions that you would receive. And once I married my husband, he's in the military, we actually moved to Hawaii and I didn't want to go through with transferring my license to Hawaii. So um, after having a baby, I was like, you know, I really want to do something and travel has always been a passion of mine. And I really do get joy out of helping people make those memories. And I was like, you know what, let's try it out. And um, So I was a travel agent all of two or three months and then COVID happened. So (laughs) I'm sure we'll touch base on that. But um, that's really how I got started. I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be giving advice, I might as well be paid for it. So. So was there any type of schooling that you had to go through for to become a travel agent or anything like that? Yes. So it's all training and um One amazing thing that Travelmation does is offer a ton of training, whether it's through them with our monthly training calls that we do or um, through the vendors. And to become a travel agent, there were certain um, certain vendors that we had to train through. Disney being one. Royal Caribbean was one. So there was a few of those. And then we also had to do training through my company as well. And that kind of prepared you. And honestly, it's a kind of a hands on learning. I mean, every day, especially within the last year, you know, things have changed constantly, dramatically. Um, It seems like every day there's a new policy or regulation. So it's kind of, you know, with most jobs, you kind of learn as you go and you're 
always learning. You are always doing a training. There's always a new training I can do to stay up to date. But there's no specific, you know, college courses I had to take. It was more on the job kind of training and preparation for that. So how did COVID switch from the way your book is? Obviously, you said you two yes. months in. And then <laughs> so how did yes. that discouraged? Um, so I did. I'm not going to lie. I feel like everybody at some point in 2020 got discouraged no matter what um, job or industry you worked in. But yeah, as a new travel agent, you know, you're coming in hot and excited and I was booking trips. And fortunately, since I was new, I didn't have a ton on my books yet. But then um, COVID happened. And it was kind of one of those things where I was like, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> why did I just decide to become a travel agent? I mean, obviously, we didn't know what 2020 was going to hold, but um, it was discouraging. And on top of that, I had a lot of things in my personal life going on, too. Like, we were supposed to be moving back to the stateside and or to the mainland. and um, because of COVID, that also kind of messed us up and we weren't able to move when we were supposed to. So between like trying to navigate this new career and then add on the top, you know, on top of my personal life and what was going on, it was very discouraging and stressful. But I do have to say, um, Travel Nation as a whole, everyone I have come into contact with within my um, company has been super encouraging. And honestly, like they continued providing that training. So even though we might have been discouraged, there was somebody always there to pull you up and cheer you on and say, look, it's not going to be this way forever. And when travel opens up, we're going to be ready and we're going to be prepared. And that's exactly kind of what we did and where we're heading now. Things are definitely on the up and we are getting busy. <laughs> so honestly yeah because i follow your instagram and your instagram you have you've gone you've taken several trips to disney already yes, right? <laughs> yes. That, so, disney is. that was one thing well i mean two being in hawaii we were there for about um two and a half years obviously i didn't get to go to disney like i wanted to we did visit alani while we were there which was amazing um, but yes as soon as disney opened up we actually had a family trip planned you know, pre-COVID for September of 2020. Well, my husband being military, he wasn't able to travel. And I kind of pulled him aside and I was like, look, this is my job now. You know, people need to see me traveling to know that it's okay. And two, like I need that firsthand experience of navigating the changes of COVID and what the parks are looking like now and the policies and the regulations. And so, yes, I've been twice now. And um, I, I have to say Disney, I mean, they're always going to be my favorite, but they really stepped it up. They're even, <laughs> my personal opinion, I would say they're a little bit more strict than some other um, theme parks in the area. And can that be annoying? Yes, I'm not going to lie. It is, um, you know, taking my daughter in August, right when it, you know, had just opened back up. I did miss getting to see her smile on the ride. So that was a big change with having to wear the mask. But I understand why they do it. It's extremely safe. We felt safe. We felt comfortable. The magic was definitely still there. And I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely worth still taking the vacation. And I actually had someone just last night ask me, you know, this would be my first trip to Disney. Do you still recommend going? Do you still think I should go? And honestly, yes. I mean, will you miss out on some things? Absolutely. Do I miss the fireworks? Yes. But there's still so much you can do. One, the crowds are great. And two, I don't know about you, but you know, when you're like at a theme park and you're in line and people are on top of you, mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't stand that. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing about COVID, you know, with the social distancing, you have that gap between you and that next person. So it is so nice. And in my opinion, it's more relaxing now. And it's really cool because they have um, the character cavalcades that come out. They're like mini parades and you get to see the characters. And, you know, at any given time, you could be walking down Main Street or, you know, cutting across to go somewhere else. And then all of a sudden here comes 
Mickey Mouse on a float or in a car. And it's just, it's neat because, you know, it's like that excitement of, oh, look, there's a princess walking by or, you know, it's really, it's a lot of fun and people are definitely out there and traveling. And it seems like we're only moving forward and going in that direction. Now, I do have to ask you, you mentioned the rides. Are there social yes. distancing on the rides as well? Yes. So what's funny is you mentioned I've been a twice now. So the first time when I went, it was very like, um, you know, this party will ride on this ride and they'll be the only ones in that cart or that train or whatever, you know, vehicle you're in. The second time I went back most recently in January, they have since put up more dividers. So now they're filling the whole car, but you still have the dividers in between to separate you. You'll see they're like plexiglass, I guess, um, throughout the lines and rides. Now there's, there are some where they don't have that and they'll skip a row or maybe even two rows. So you might have your party and then you might have a few rows in between another party um, they're doing everything they can and it seems like they're improving more to try to make up for the increased capacity that they have. Um, a new example of that would be the monorail used to, it was literally one family on a monorail. And if you know, you've been to Disney, you know how big those cars are and now what they did. So like, I, well, to backtrack, I had a friend that was there shortly after I went and she was like the only person on the monorail. So <laughs> she was wow. like, man, I got this whole car to myself, but they've since put up dividers and so they can put more families in one vehicle, but you're still separated. So they're trying to make up for that increased capacity where you're not having to wait. And I will tell you right now, wait times have been unreal. Like to me, it's the time to go. You're not waiting in line. You don't have to schedule around fast passes, you know, all those things. So there's definitely, you know, pros and cons, but. What about I'm the sanitation um, after people get off the ride is, or do they go in and completely wipe everything down or how do they do that? Okay. So not every time, no, but um, every so often they'll stop the ride and they'll do a complete wipe down. They go through and they spray and they wipe down with rags. You know, it's very clean hand sanitizers everywhere throughout the park. Um, let's see, what else do they have? They have those little like, they look like little sinks, I guess you could say that they have kind of set up. So there's soap and water, there's hand sanitizer. Um, so although they don't sanitize between every person, I mean, that would probably take way too long and I get why they can't do that. They do a great job with the time that they can. And so, yeah, you might be in line and they might stop it for an extra 10 minutes or so to make sure everything is sanitized. So, I mean, they're, they're doing a great job. As far as I know, there haven't been any cases linked back to Walt Disney World. Okay, now let's talk about some other destinations. I know you just yeah. recently <laughs> So let's talk about how other destinations yes. are handling so, the COVID. That, that was kind of nice too. So the company that I work for, um, we've always been able to book more than just Disney. While we're known for Disney, um, we can book other all-inclusive cruises, things like that. Um, domestic travel has become very popular within the last year because while, you know, for a while you couldn't get out of the country. Well, now they are allowing that. And I do a lot of all-inclusives. I'd probably say between Disney and all-inclusives, those are my top two that I book, whether it be honeymoons, um, anniversary trips, things like that. Um, and the nice thing is because everywhere is dealing with COVID and the new regulations, um, a lot of all-inclusive resorts are offering complimentary COVID tests. So, you know, now they put out that to get back into the U United States, sorry, the U.S., um, you have to have a negative test. So a lot of um, all-inclusives have picked up on this. And before you even leave, they're offering you that free test. They're giving you the paperwork to take to your airline. So it's very um, accommodating, you know, no matter what location you're going to. But yeah, domestic um, travel has become popular. And I did just get back from Williamsburg. I'm big about, you know, explore your own state, especially in North Carolina. There's a ton in North Carolina you can explore. You have the mountains, you have the beach, you have everything in between. Amazing resorts there. So yeah, I mean, literally from a one night hotel stay, to a 14 day trip in Italy or 
you know, in between all inclusive Disney universal, whatever I can do it all. And it's fun because so many things have changed. And I do want to touch base on, um, other things that we can book cruises. They are unfortunately one of the, um, types of travel that is still currently closed and probably are struggling a little bit. Um, with that said, we're very hopeful they'll get back in the water soon. Um, and here's a little free tip or some free advice. If you are interested in cruising in, say, 2022, we have heard that it's going to be better to book now because when they are back in the water, the demand's going to be higher. So those prices are going to increase. So that's just a free little tip. If anyone is listening and you want to um, take a cruise in 2022, we should go ahead and get that on the books now before prices increase. Because you can get a really good deal right now. Some great sales and offers are going on. But. So that's one tip. What's some other tips for especially <laughs> people that are traveling during this time during COVID? Yes. A lot of people are like, why are you traveling? You know, but yeah. I'm, you can stay home. I mean, honestly, there's so many tips I could give. And that's why you should book with me. Because one, <laughs> it's free. And two, you get all these tips that I have. But um some that I can share because you said, why are, you know, why are people traveling? Well, why? I mean, shoot, we've been in the house now for how long? <laughs> like I was going stir crazy. I had to get out. But um, unfortunately, I mean, I don't know how much longer masks are going to be around. And for a while, I was even that way. I was like, do I want to travel with having to wear a mask, with having to carry hand sanitizer and Clorox wipes or, you know, whatever it is that you feel comfortable with, but you can't let fear keep you inside. You can't let fear waste away your life. And, you know, you have to kind of adapt to what's going on and go out and make those memories and something to cling to. So while you are stuck in the house and maybe your significant other or your children are getting on your nerves, you can be like, all right, well, we have this fun vacation to look forward to, or, you know, we just had these, amazing week at Disney. So I'm going to suck it up and I can do this a little bit longer. But um, as far as tips, you know, one thing that I was definitely carrying with me, even at Disney where it was so available was still hand sanitizer and um, the Clorox wipes. I mean, they're more available now than they were, you know, a few months ago. Airplane, everything was so safe. Um, people are pretty strict on masks, but you know, they, they have to do their job. And another thing is, you know, airplanes, I would wipe down, which I did this pre COVID too. I was always wiping everything down, <laughs> but you know, wiping everything down now, just whatever it is that you have to feel safe, do that, but don't let that keep you from taking that vacation or making that memory. Cause I mean, like I said, I don't know when all this will go away, but you just kind of have to adapt and work around those challenges and changes. Now, one of the things that I noticed is I've heard a lot of airlines are still booking that third seat. So what do you, what's the best airline in your opinion, should you fly right now because of COVID? Okay. So as far as COVID, if you want that safety of having that middle seat open, I found um, Delta. I believe it's Delta is not booking that middle seat. And, um, Here's another little freebie tip, and I can't promise this will last forever, but um, as of right now, you know, when you go book an airline and it um, says, you know, you can do, was it basic where you don't get to pick your seat and then it moves on up from there. My husband and I just did the um, base, I think it's the basic, and we didn't pick our seats and we're like, you know, if we don't sit together on the airplane, so be it, that's fine. Well, because of COVID, they're sitting you with your family members, anybody in your party, they're trying to keep together. So we saved, I mean, probably 80 bucks or so just from booking. Cause we knew Delta wouldn't book that middle seat. And, um, but if obviously I can't guarantee that's going to happen again, but, um, but yeah, I did notice, I know American, they are definitely seating everyone. So if you do want that middle seat open, then Delta would be def definitely the one to book with. Yeah, because my my oldest daughter lives out in California. She's going okay. to graduate school out there. And she yeah. came home last year because my youngest daughter graduated high school and they had that middle, that plane was booked. It was mm -hmm. overbooked. And I'm yeah. like, with COVID, how could they do this, you know? 
I guess because, you know, they do mandate the mask and you will get kicked off the plane if you do not wear your mask. They they don't care. They're going to kick you off. Um, I was surprised by that, too. And I'm I'm not real worried about that, but some of my family members are. And um, that was one thing that we were looking at as we were picking our flights for our most recent Disney trip. Um, but yeah, Delta would be your safest bet if you want that separation. Um, I did do Southwest and they request that you leave that seat open. But um, I would assume if the flight was full, they'd probably fill it. However, my last trip back from Disney, um, I was flying into Richmond from Orlando and there were uh, 14 people on 170 aircraft. So we had plenty of room, but once again, can't guarantee that would happen every time. Delta, I know for sure. And then Southwest does um, request that you leave that open. Well, since so. you've flown, um, tell us about how navigating through TSA through COVID now too, because you know yes. the lines are normal. So, I've actually been fortunate and it could be the fact that the airport I'm flying out of haven't been as large, you know, but I haven't ran into any long lines at TSA. Now, um, Donna, who you had on your show, she went to Florida um, to visit family and her TSA line, she said, was extremely long, like so long that she thought they were going to miss their flight because they, you know, you account for extra time, but sometimes you don't account for extra time. And um, she said, if you're the Raleigh airport, you have um, the TSA and then you have a large amount of space and then you get to where you check in for your flight. Mm -hmm. She said the line was all the way down to that check-in line. So, I mean, that's a long line if you can, I mean, social distancing, yes, that's part of it, but still. So depending on, I think, time of your flight and if it's around a holiday, you know, that's obviously going to affect it as always. Um, TSA itself though, I know this most recent time that I flew, they were not touching anything. Like you had to put everything in your own bins, which they're normally kind of like that anyways, but even more so now, um, everything had to go in a bin. Nothing could be out on the track. So there's definitely some little changes, but I would still say still plan for that average, you know, whatever you feel comfortable. I always do at least two hours before my flight just to be safe. I'd rather be at the airport grab a cup of coffee and chill at my gate and then try to be stressed out and miss a flight. That's the worst to me. So, but there's definitely, definitely changes for sure. Okay. Now you, you said you have two small kids. So talk about yeah. some travel tips for traveling with kids. Yes. So um, if you follow my Instagram, which is my display name, can they see my display name? Mm -hmm. Travel agent. Okay. So that is Not my Instagram. You can follow me. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I just see that now. Um, one of my favorite travel tips, and I can't take credit for this. I found it on Pinterest, but I do share it is um, especially if you have um, children in diapers. So I have a two-year-old and an eight-year-old, and I did this with both of them. I make diaper kits. I get a Ziploc bag. I put a disposable changing pad in there, a smaller Ziploc bag with about two to three baby wipes or, you know, more depending on how many you feel comfortable with. And um, Let's see what else goes in there. Obviously a diaper. So we got the diaper, the changing pad, the baby wipes, and all that goes in one large Ziploc bag. And airplanes actually have changing tables. They're above the toilets and they're bigger than you would think for that tiny little bathroom. So go in there. You only have to carry your Ziploc bag with you. You don't have to carry your bulky diaper bag or anything like that. And then when you're done with everything, it's disposable throw it all away, you're done. And then by the time you get to your destination, your book bag is a lot lighter. I'll tell you, it's not as bulky. And so that is one of my favorite tips um, that I learned before I was a travel agent that I share with my clients. Now it's so easy. Um, you know, you can pick up the packs from Target, doesn't cost much, but then you're not carrying your big bulky changing mm -hmm. pad throughout the airport when you have everything else you have to have for children, snacks, toys, um, iPads. I know you might not want to set an iPad in front of them, but I'll tell you when we were flying back and forth from Hawaii on that 10 plus hour flight, iPad all day. If the airplane, there was one airplane that we had and our um, monitors were broken. 
we couldn't watch movies on the airplane. And so I was so glad we had that iPad with some downloadable Netflix movies. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're on the airplane, it kind of goes out the window. You have to do what you have to do. Same for road trips. Don't feel guilty. I mean, let that be a special trip. Let that or a special, you know, thing for traveling. Let that be a memory that your kids have, you know, like, oh, yeah, whenever we go on planes, you know, I got to have as much iPad time as I wanted or as much movies, but um, long flights, you know, if you're looking to travel out of the country or even to Hawaii airlines, I don't know so much now because of COVID, but um, prior to that, you know, they would let you walk the aisles. I would tell everybody, stand up, stretch your feet, carry your kids around, but really, um, yeah, just make it convenient for you. Have what you need, have it easy to, you know, get. And my favorite thing, switching back over to Disney, because that is my favorite, um, something I always keep in my Disney bag are Band-Aids. Might not be something you think about um, right away, but if your child falls, if their feet start hurting them, pull out, we always get like either Mickey Mouse or Princess, you know, something Disney themed and have them. Um, one of the first large trips that I went on with my family, my nephew was probably like two or three and he fell. I don't know if um, you remember at Disney when they had the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids play area. And so he was playing on that and he fell. And I'll just tell you, it was terrible. You know, he you would have thought it was the end of the world for him, but we, we didn't have Band-Aids either. So we had to go find, you know, somebody, a cast member, they had Band-Aids, they helped us out, but um, got him a popsicle and he was good to go. But ever since then, I don't know what Band-Aids. So um, just anything that, you know, can make it convenient for you, make it easy. Don't stress about it. And my dad always said while we were growing up, if you forget something, we'll get it when we get there, you know, <laughs> with kids. <laughs> and I will say, this is a side note, this has nothing to do with travel. And when he watches this, he's going to be like, really? Um, the older I got and the more I realized that, I would forget a bunch of clothes. So I'd be like, oh, dad, you know, I got to go shopping. I don't have any more pants. You know? <laughs> 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 Maybe <laughs> not. Yeah, don't forget that much. But um, no, the diapers is the diaper kit is by far my favorite little travel hack. And whoever I found on Pinterest that did that, thank you, because it is a lifesaver. It really is super convenient. And then too, I hate to say this, but um, if you ever had children, you know, sometimes they can have the major blowouts. Mm -hmm. And if that does happen, then you have a ton of Ziploc bags that you can easily put clothes into. So <laughs> that is um, definitely one of my favorite travel hacks with children. Wow. <laughs> um, I want to continue this conversation, but yeah. I'm take a brief break for our sponsor. So, okay, perfect. Here we go. Maybe if it'll come up. Schools closing their doors again this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic is devastating for students, parents, and educators. Beyond that, it has disproportionately challenged low-resource school systems, further revealing educational and health inequities among communities. Teachers and parents are searching for tools that will enable schools to reopen, but many of these solutions are expensive and time-consuming. To ease the magnitude of challenges faced by high-need school districts, we can provide a simple solution that has a deep impact. I'm Della, the founder of Nestle Space. Nestle provides easy, beautiful, health-centered design that adapts to any environment. We design products that are attentive to bodily experience, emotional health, and ergonomics, including our portable, touchless handwashing station. Our handwashing stations bring running water anywhere with an outlet, accompanied by ergonomic design. Because no plumbing is required, our portable stations can be placed in classrooms, gymnasiums, lobbies, libraries, and beyond. The CDC has identified handwashing as a critical mitigation measure for schools during the pandemic. However, as evidenced by the high number of schools that have reached out to us over the last six months, many schools do not have prolific access to running water, 
in classrooms and in other areas which they need to repurpose as classrooms in order to increase social distancing during the pandemic. We know schools are short on resources, dollars, space, and time. We can help, but we need your help to do so. We'd like to supply our Nestle Kids handwashing stations at no cost to selected public schools in need. Our first goal is to distribute these to 10 school districts. We are asking for your help to simply cover our production and shipping costs. Together, we believe we can help students more safely return to where they thrive most, at school. In these crazy times, we thank you for considering this and for your generosity. We believe that by helping support each other, we can make a positive impact in a very hard time. Again, thank you for your support. We hope you and yours stay well. And we're back. We're talking all about travel. Now, yes. when we go to book a book you, um, what mm-hmm. should people have in mind when they're booking? Like, should so, they have a destination or? That would be nice. Um, however, I have had people that had no clue where they wanted to go. It might be something basic like the Caribbean. And then I would have to kind of narrow it down. Um, my biggest would be dates and budget. Those are two of the main things because I'll get some requests and it's like, oh, anytime in April. Well, prices could be different in April. So just to make my work a little easier, you know, I say tentative dates, you know, or if you are debating between a couple weekends, you can give me two weekends and I'll work with those and then we can see which is cheaper. But um, budget is key. Because if you come to me and you're like, oh, I want to go to, we'll say like an all-inclusive, for example, all-inclusives could definitely range, you know, depending on flights, destination, resort. Um, If I spend all this time, you know, quoting the higher end resorts and then you're like, oh, well, my budget is only $2,000. Then it's like, oh, I just showed you what you can't have, (laughs) you know. One, I don't want to do that for my clients, but then two, it does, you know, take a lot of time and I don't mind researching and finding exactly what a client wants, but um, budget definitely helps and dates, location preferred, but I definitely, um, as long as you have a general idea, because I'll get that too. Like, I'm like, oh man, you know, me and my husband want to do a weekend getaway. Um, We would like it maybe driving distance from whatever location, what would you have in mind? That I don't mind. But if you're like, oh, I want to go somewhere, I don't care. I'm like, oh, well, that could mean a lot of things, (laughs) you know, that could be Disney, that could be skiing right now, you know, it's so somewhat of a uh, location, tentative dates and budget is key. Even if you don't have an exact budget, just give me something like, you know, I want to keep it around X amount or I don't want to spend more than X amount. Cause that will help me. And then it won't, I won't be dangling something in front of your face that maybe you wouldn't be able to afford. And then it's like, well, shoot, you know, <laughs> like you just showed me this beautiful all inclusive resort. That's probably three times what I want to spend or vice versa, you know? So that would probably, yeah, those would be the key. Oh, and then obviously I'll need to know how many people are traveling and we'd get into the details of all of that, but those are the big, the big ones. <laughs> So you're talking about all inclusive, then there's different, yeah. different, like you said, different price ranges. So what, yeah. what's the basic all inclusive resort? So basic is in like, what does it include or yeah. what's something like, okay, so all inclusive normally will include your food, all your meals, your alcohol. Um, some of them will include excursions or excursion type things. They all include little, you know, maybe, well, not all, but some of them might include, you know, like yoga or um, there's one in Mexico that looks absolutely amazing. And I'm not going to say the name because I, I never say it right. But if you want to (laughs) know, message me or I I can tell you, but um, it's almost like if Disney were an all-inclusive, it includes seven theme parks. So your price for that all-inclusive stay allows you to visit these seven different um, areas that include things like um, zip lining or ATV kind of, you know, um, 
off-roading kind of things. So that is really cool. So it really depends on, you know, all-inclusives could be as simple as, you know, I'm going to show up and relax, or you could really get into the depths of like, what all can it include or what all can we add to it to include? Um, a lot of all-inclusives, like for honeymoons, for example, or anniversary trips, some of them do include like a honeymoon or anniversary package where you get some things. I actually had a couple that's very dear to me. Um, they were supposed to get married last year and they had a honeymoon planned and the resort that they were going to actually had just opened back up. They did not get married. They had to move their wedding to this year. It's actually next month. And they were like, you know what? Let's still take our, what should have been our honeymoon. So they ended up calling it, I think a funny moon, I think is what they called it. <laughs> you know? But I was like, you know what? Good for you guys. That was fun. And the resort knew, cause I called them and I was like, look, it's not their honeymoon. They haven't gotten married yet but they still gave them those extra amenities, which I thought was really, um, really kind of that resort. Cause normally you have to show your marriage um, certificate or, you know, or mm -hmm. at least a picture of it for proof. And obviously I told them, I was like, they're not going to have that cause they moved the wedding, but they still offered them their private dinner on the beach, you know, some added amenities. So I thought that was really special. So you can get certain perks and right now, you know, they want you to travel. So one of the perks is an all-inclusive is a free COVID test. You know, <laughs> who would have thought that's what you want? <laughs> but that's what you get now. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? Now that's, yeah, right. <laughs> that brings me to another thing, because we had Chelsea on. Um, mm -hmm. talked about how she had to navigate because she was a wedding coordinator. She oh was my gosh. a coordinator for my daughter's wedding and oh, Donna actually cool. made the cake. So yes, <laughs> and very Tom married them, <laughs> your brother-in-law. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, honeymoons, having to postpone, having to. Oh my goodness. How I, brides and grooms hands on that? I know that that's yes. So I feel for those brides and grooms, you know, especially as I'm not saying men don't do this too, but you know, as females, as women, little girls, you envision your wedding day, you envision your honeymoon. And so not even so much the traveling, but you're already faced with so many obstacles with your wedding and the restrictions that they put in place and the limited amount of guests you can have. So that's already stressful. So let somebody else take care of the honeymoon side of you having to navigate not only the changes of your wedding, but now your honeymoon, you know, so let the gathering co help you out on that side. Let me help you out on this side. And there's a lot of couples that um, have been doing domestic honeymoons. So I was speaking to a bride today. We were looking at all inclusives, but unfortunately, um, both her and her husband's work were going to make them quarantine when they came home. So they kind of switched over and did a domestic honeymoon. And she's like, but you know, we'll still want to take that all inclusive trip. So we'll reach back out to you when we're ready. So I know some people are kind of putting that side off, but the good thing is if you do have that flexibility of, you know, maybe where your work isn't requiring that, or if you can plan a little extra time to do that, um, resorts are wanting your business. So they are offering, you know, some pretty good deals for honeymoon couples and, you know, stay X amount of nights and get this free or, you know, so they're definitely working with that, but that, whew, I hate that for, I couldn't imagine for the brides, the honeymoon, you know, having to change all that and refigure what you're doing. But, um, you know, even if you don't book with me, just book with someone that can help you navigate those changes and take that one less thing off your plate to help you. And, you know, weddings can be stressful. So don't let the fun part of it, the honeymoon and relaxation part of it stress you out too. Um, there's some resorts, you know, that are offering if you get married there, if you have so many guests, you might get the free like room or, you know, there's certain things, Um, you know, that's always changing. So don't quote me on that. But um, you know, they, they want your business, they need you. And 
the good thing is there are so many beautiful locations in the United States that you can visit for if you do want that domestic honeymoon. There's actually an all-inclusive resort in um, Key West that is beautiful. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, an option too, but it is, I feel for those brides, for I mean, grooms too, but man, I, I hate it for them. <laughs> what a, you know, such a tough time to have to do on top of everything else that is going on. So. Yeah. My daughter got married August of 2019. So she was like, right, right before. Yeah. COVID hit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. We didn't push that wedding a year. Oh man. Yeah. That, that was, that was a wedding that I was planning across country because she lives in Ooh. California. So. Okay. So yeah, that was so you're really, like, very stressful. <laughs> Did she get married out in California as well? Got married here in North Carolina. Oh, so oh yeah, I was <laughs> doing all oh, the. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you had to, you had it under your control. Uh, <laughs> I, was, like, I told, I told Donna that if I had to do it all over again, I would hire Chelsea to do everything, not just the day of, because that. Oh was my gosh! Yeah, Chelsea. Actually, on a side note, I do. I want to say this about the Gathering Co. because. They planned, she planned my wedding. Um, my husband and I, we got married very quickly. She had five weeks to plan it. So, <laughs> and she did it. And I'll tell you, I couldn't imagine if, you know, spending months and months of planning just for COVID to be like, oh, just kidding. You can't do this now. So yeah, it does. It is nice to have someone, no matter what you're doing in life, to have somebody on your side. And that's kind of, you know, being a travel agent, that's what we one of the things I tell people, you know, I'm here to advocate for you. Um, if something happens, you know, you miss a flight or um, you get lost luggage, you get there, you know, the resort cancels. Do you get your money back? Do you get travel credit? Let me help you with all that. Let me navigate all that for you. Because in a world that, you know, every time you turn around, there's a new mandate or a new policy or a new restriction it can be stressful. And um, I think it's good to have someone on your side. And one, like, I get excited. Like, every time I plan a trip, I feel like I'm planning it for myself. And I'm like, Oh, you know, can I sneak in your suitcase? Can I go with you? You know, like this looks you're, you guys are gonna have a blast. So it is, it's good. And I do, I will say, um, a lot of travel agents, um, my company included, were free. So you're not spending anything extra to have that person on your side that's going to navigate those things for you and um, help you out if something did go wrong. And speaking of that, I did want to mention travel insurance. I don't know if pre-COVID when you traveled, would you get travel insurance for your personal trips? No, probably See, not. I didn't either. And it was never something that I like not I I still don't push it I would never push anything on someone if you don't want it you don't want it but that is something I definitely 100% recommend now um there's a few different types of travel insurance you could have so I would just say when you are booking your trip and you are getting travel insurance um read it make sure you know 100% what is covered and what they would cover for example, one type of travel insurance might be um, a future trip credit. So you don't get any money back, but you would get money to put down towards, you know, another trip, another time. Um, a second option is 50-50. You get 50% credit, 50% money back, or you would have your 100% money back refund. Um, they all, you know, different price levels. They do increase up to the travel um, full or 100% money back is gonna be more expensive than the travel credit. So just kind of know what you're buying, know what it covers. Um, and also, I mean, <laughs> I 100% recommend it because there were so many companies that did work with us and said like, oh yeah, we're gonna, well, one on my end, they're like, we'll protect your commission. But um, then two, they're like, but your client, you know, they're going to get a full refund. They're getting their money back. Um, some vendors did say, oh, we can't get the refund, but, you know, we'll do travel credit. And then some vendors were just like, you know what? Sorry, you know, 
So know what you're buying, know what you're booking. Um, and speaking of that as well, I will say lately I've noticed um, companies are offering a non-refundable rate. So mm -hmm. while you could save a little bit upfront, if something were to happen, if you were to get sick, you know, anything like that, you're out of your money. You don't get a money back. You don't get a modification. You can't change dates, anything. So that's something to look forward to. Even though the non-refundable rate looks good and it might save you a little bit, you need to think long-term and with everything going on and, you know, with things changing at a day's pace, like I would not recommend the non-refundable rates right now. If you don't care about your money and you don't care if you don't go that you're not getting it back, you know, but I don't have that luxury. I'm like, I save up for my vacations. You know, I plan my vacations. And if I'm not going, I want my money back or I want the, um, at least the window to be able to modify my dates. And that is another thing about travel insurance. Um, if you did have to cancel your trip, you will not get what you pay back in travel insurance. They would keep that, but you would keep, you would get a hundred percent back of what the trip cost. And, um, Flights are another thing. If you book that non-refundable flight, even if you have travel insurance, like for the package, you won't get, um, and other companies, you know, could be different. So I'm not going to speak for all, but what I've noticed is you might not get money back for that flight, or you might not be able to change that flight without a fee. So th those are just all things that you want to look at when, you know, booking a vacation in general, but especially right now. So 100% recommend travel protection for sure wow you can yeah us there, <laughs> I was like, there's a, i'm sorry i know i probably just went on a tangent right there but that was one thing i was like oh i need to say that before i forget it because um you know i don't just right now it's so uncertain book the trips plan for the trips but protect yourself and protect your family so if something does happen you, you know, will be able to change those, those dates or get your money back. I think that's so important because the last thing you want to do is, you know, even if it's not COVID related, even if you say you had a death in the family or you fell and broke your leg, you're like, do I want to be walking around, you know, say Disney World, for example, with a broken leg? No, you might not want to. So at least you would have that flexibility to change. And Disney, they're pretty flexible. Um, without that protection, as long as you're, you know, a month out, you can make changes. But, um, you know, if it's a week before your trip, you want to make sure that you're protected and can have that flexibility. So like your daughter in California probably knows how, you know, yeah. I hate it for them out there, you know, still not fully open and, you know, things could change like that without you even one day or they're just like, Oh, well, Nope, not anymore. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, do you just book work with hotels or do you work with like Airbnbs and things like that? Because I know a lot of people like to stay in Airbnbs now yes. and not in hotels because of the COVID. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we can book all that Airbnb. Um, as of right now, we do not book Airbnb, but we can book similar. Um, is it like VRBO or Verbo? I don't know how some people pronounce it, but um, we can book that. We can book villas, rental houses. Um, there's actually some beautiful houses that you can rent, especially if you're traveling in large groups. Um, I was just looking at a couple houses down on the coast of North Carolina, like um, Atlantic Beach, Emerald Isle area for the Big Rock tournament that they have. So, mm -hmm. you know, literally whatever you can think of, I can book rental cars, you know, anything. So we at least my company, some companies only specialize in certain things, but Travelmation, like I mentioned earlier, we're Disney and more. So the and more covers a lot. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot. So pretty much. And then I'll be honest too with people. Um, you know, if we're looking at the sites that I have access to and I'm not seeing something that they might like, I might say, Hey, you know, as much as this pains me to say, you might be better off looking at Airbnb if you are, you know, but there's definitely allow me the opportunity, allow your travel agent the opportunity first. And um, hopefully, you know, they will be honest with you if not. But I like to tell people too, because when you book, 
with us, a book with a travel agent. Yes, we're here to advocate for you. We're here to help you. We're help, here to give you tips, but you're also helping support a small business. And that means, you know, for me, what it means is I get to stay home and work from home and be here with my kids. So, you know, little things like you're booking a vacation with me, booking a vacation through another travel agent, you're helping us support our families. So give us opportunity first. And if we can't find it, hopefully, like I said, they'll be honest and be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I can't find anything. But we usually can find something because we can use some of the big um, vendors, some of the sites that you yourself have access to. But um, we have access to that and more. So, but yeah, we can everything. <laughs> like if you want special touches, like you want a special um, excursion on your trip, you definitely can book all that. You just have to let yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Let me know. Um, most of the excursions we can book. Like I said, if you know, if it's something I might not be able to, I can at least give you the information and tell you, you know, help you do that, help you navigate that. But as far, you know, that I've encountered pretty much everything I've been able to book excursions and even add-ons to your trip. You know, I like to help my clients out and, you know, give them as much information as they can. And, you know, it's just, it's fun. I, I've, I don't even call my clients clients, to be honest. They're my friends now. Like I like, I love working with people. I've always been a people person. So it's fun for me. And I hope I make it enjoyable for my clients too. But, you know, but it is, um, yeah, we can do excursions, rental car, um, anything. You name it, we can do it. Most, most of it. <laughs> Okay, now let's flip the switch a little bit yes. and talk about working from home during COVID with two children. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So I mentioned earlier, I was a hairstylist for the last, you know, 10, 11 years or so. And from doing that to working from home has probably been the biggest adjustment for me. When I was in the salon, um, I was a single mom with a five-year-old was the oldest or how old she was when I got married. So from like, you know, baby to five, it was me and her. So I was busting my butt in that salon 50 hours a week. Plus, you know, whatever it was, you had that adult conversation, you know, you got out of the house. And now it's like, it's, I'm not going to lie. Some days it drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I can go out of the house. But um, that has been an adjustment because um, my son, he's two. And my daughter, she's eight. So she is a little more independent and she's in school. So, you know, she leaves for, they actually do four days in school in our county. So she's gone for most of the day. Um, my husband has been home a lot too, because of COVID. They have been working from home a lot. And so we're with each other. 24 seven, we got the kids 24 seven, we have a very large dog who is very loud and barks at everything. So it is, um, it's been an adjustment for sure. But I will say I enjoy it because it's nice to be here and be involved and not have to have my children in daycare or have a babysitter. Um, but because of that, my hours are a little wonky you know I might <laughs> I'm not a morning person so um it takes me a while to get going in the morning um so honestly if you're expecting an email from me it's probably gonna be at night is probably when I get to it when the kids go to sleep and my husband's actually about to deploy for six months so that's gonna be a whole nother you know <laughs> I thought I had my schedule down and now it's about to change again so um that is gonna take some probably a couple weeks of getting back into a routine of just me and the kids. So um, be patient with me, allow me some grace the next couple of <laughs> weeks. But um, I tell people, you know, like I try to respond and at least say like, you know, I'll be, I'll have a quote for you within X amount of time, or you can expect a quote from me by so-and-so because, you know, when you're working from home, which a lot of people had to change that up and, um, you know, navigate their lives in a new way. 
something might happen and you're in the middle of working and for my example my son he's a climber so you know i might turn around and he's climbed up the uh pantry and i'm like oh no what are you doing up there <laughs> so we have to navigate and um just come up with and sorry here they come i apologize <laughs> speaking of there's one emery <laughs> and the dogs <laughs> See, working from home, you never know what's going to happen. It couldn't have been a better time. <laughs> exactly. So before we leave, is there one thing that you want to leave us with? Um. So the one thing that I would say is, you know, take the trip, make the memories. If you're even considering um, taking a vacation, do it. Because I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know how long we're going to be in mask and have these restrictions, but um, just do it. Just take the trip, navigate it, you know, be flexible. That's I think key is flexibility and make the memories. Memories last. And, you know, I would hate if something were to happen and you're like, Oh, I should have, I should have taken that trip a month ago, or I should have taken that trip last year. That's one thing I tell people as a kid, I don't remember the stuff that I had, but I remember all the vacations that we took. And I might not remember the entire vacation, but I remember bits and pieces, you know, depending on my age, but it's the memories that are going to be around and not to be morbid, but you know, when you're gone and your family's around talking about stories, hopefully it's the stories of, Hey, do you remember that time we went on, you know, blank trip or that we took, like my family, we do big trips to Disney World. There's about, as we mentioned earlier, I have a large family. So um, we're due to go this December, about 30 of us. So, you know, that's something not to be morbid, but, you know, when grandparents are gone, that's what those grandkids are going to remember. They're going to, re oh, do you remember when they took us on, you know, our big trips and we rented, we rent a charter bus and we all go down together. So take the trip. That's, that was. That's what I would say. So I hope they booked that trip through you. They did. So um, unfortunately, we are, I say unfortunately, but it's not unfortunate at all. We're, um, my parents are DVC members. So um, some of the rooms were booked through that, but I got the overflow. So I told Donna, I said, you better book with me and we'll do the tickets through me as well. We are waiting because I will, um, on a side note, say um, my niece has cerebral palsy, so we are not comfortable with her in a mask. And unfortunately, Disney does not offer an alternative to mask right now. So if that's not changed by December, we most likely will not be there. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you that don't know, Disney is mandatory mask for two and up. So if that's not something you're comfortable in, don't even try to go to Disney and go somewhere else. But um, it's not bad for, it wasn't bad for me, but um, for her, we aren't comfortable with it. So if that's the case, we will not be able to go, but um, we're waiting a little bit and then we'll go ahead and book the tickets. Tickets are something you want to get because you do have to make the park reservations and things, but um, she did. Yeah. Donna, she she supports me so they support me a lot but <laughs> any trip my family's been awesome um chelsea as well you know um the gathering co um they put my name out there a lot and they've sent me some clients so that is the number one you know referrals word of mouth we appreciate that so but yeah <laughs> to the next thing where can people find you yeah so i do see that you have my instagram down at the bottom so Instagram is probably one of the best ways to reach out to me. Um, if not Facebook, Facebook is the same. You can do facebook.com slash travel agent Kara. And it's with a C um, as you can see, but um, yeah, those are the two best. And then once you message me, I'll probably say, you know, here's my phone number, here's my email, but that's also linked on my Instagram. And I don't know if it's on my Facebook. I think it is, but it's definitely on my Instagram account texting is the easiest for me and then if we need to get on the phone we can set up a time to call each other just because like we mentioned working from home never knowing what's going to go on um that way i can have a quiet 
space to talk to you and figure out exactly what you want out of vacation. But yes, Travel Agent Kara, Instagram and Facebook. And then that will also be email um, and phone number on those accounts as well. So, but yeah. Yeah. Kara, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Yes, been... travel. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was, I was not going to lie. I was nervous, especially when I noticed you said live. I was like, Ooh, live, but this has been great. You've been um, a lot of fun to talk to and I appreciate you having me and um, allowing me this opportunity. So thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Bye. Wow, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed getting to know her better. Um, how we know each other is kind of a really long story. I used to work with her bonus mom, Donna, um, when I was an elementary school teacher. And Donna, you may remember, I had her on episode 40. We were talking about the keto lifestyle because she is someone that I got to know really well when she's helped me to kind of refocus my energy and got me walking every single solitary day. So that that is how I know one of the pieces I know her. Another piece is on my men and race panel, her brother-in-law, Daniel, actually taught my daughter, Michaela, when she was in seventh grade. He was on the men and race panel. And then Chelsea, her sister, was on episode 53, which was about the Gathering Co. and how brides are navigating and wedding coordinators are navigating toward COVID. So... It's like all kind of felt together. I actually want to get another one of their sisters on to talk about um, their um, wedding venue. So look for that one pretty soon. I'm hoping I can convince her to come on live with me. Um, so I really hope you really enjoy the this podcast with Kara and how she talks about Disney and other tips that she gives us for traveling, especially traveling with kids. And... I hope if you have a vacation plan soon, I hope you have bought the travel insurance as she suggested and that you kind of, you know, be responsible, follow all the rules that they have and everything else. Um, I really thank you so much for being part of the, part of the podcast family. Um, like, review, share, subscribe. I would love if you do any of those. And until next time, be blessed and keep chatting with each other.